you know, you need to think of, of a business like a soccer team. Why? Because on a soccer game, you have a field, an exact field that is delineated. If the ball goes out of that field, the game is stopped and you need to bring the ball back into the game. Why this is important? Well, because as a business and as a business owner, you need to work out what is your field of activity. Have you ever wondered how do you grow a socially conscious and environmentally friendly e-commerce brand online while also making a profit? Yeah, me too. After watching my family members suffer through cancer and heart disease using products by companies that care more about profits than their customers, there must be a better way, right? That's when I discovered an emerging wave of successful, purpose-driven businesses and I knew I needed to be a part of it. So join me as we dive into the stories behind the most inspiring brands in the world and discover the secrets on how they successfully win over the vote of their customers' wallets and grow their business online. My name is Vincent Tanyono and welcome to the e-commerce speak podcast. Welcome to another episode of the e-commerce speak podcast. This was a much longer episode than I initially intended. Daniele was so gracious with his time and giving tons of advice. So I've split this into two parts. Make sure you listen to both of them. Right now you're listening to part one. So let's get into it. I'm so happy because right here I have Daniele Latanzi to join me here. He's the co-founder of QGenix and Camelicious USA. QGenix provide plant-based products that helps with metabolic conditions. And Camelicious uh, is they sell camel milk in a powder form. And Daniele is also a business coach helping uh, to build and new and existing brands in e-commerce space. So, so glad to be able to join us here, Daniele. Welcome to the show. Great. Well, welcome and uh, to everybody and uh, very glad to be here. Yeah. Is there anything that I missed out in the introduction that you'd like to add on? Well, not really. I mean, like I have a pretty interesting story, I guess, is because uh, um, I start pretty young as an entrepreneur, I would say, or, or in the field of uh, coaching and management when I was at the age of 21. And uh, so I, I worked in the area of helping businesses and companies, small businesses, medium-sized business, privately owned. Since that age, so even though like I'm still pretty young, uh, and but I've been basically working and coaching, consulting companies since over thirty years. And um, I started in Italy. Then I was I was promoted. I was working with a company that's an international company. Then I was promoted um, to the European office as the director there. So I had the opportunity to work with um, all kinds of companies from across Europe, like, you know, from Spain, Germany, France, uh, you know, Belgium, Norway, everywhere, Scandinavia, and then, um, and even Russia, actually, like that's, uh, that time is, is right when uh, the wall in Russia start to come down and Western people start to get into Russia, and um, we even helped 
companies there are beginning because they need to rebuild the country. And um, yeah, then with the, I'm guessing with the, 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 the advent of internet, like, you know, it, it was sort of, it became part of or a must to understand more about uh, internet, uh, SEO, like, uh, and then social media came into into the pictures or like these new things called Facebook and Twitter and what am I tweeting and why, you know? So that's kind of, it's evolved a little bit like that. And, and now uh, it, it became a must for me to really master and really have a good grasp and understanding of each of these areas to help companies and advise them and help them in. Do you still uh, do those uh, consult with those uh, businesses in in Europe, or is it all now based in US? Um, well, actually, I do still have uh, uh, I do still uh, have some clients. I actually have some clients in uh, South America and um, and uh, in US. But mostly, my main concentration is on more than doing consulting and coaching, which I'm still do, but I have uh, taken upon since the last um, five, six years, like uh, we have, I became co-owner, founder and co-founder of different companies. So um, I manage uh, um, as a co-owner of a company that we do coaching and training for the healthcare business, uh, healthcare industry. Uh, we coaching and training um, chiropractors, uh, acupuncturists, um, oriental medicine uh, doctors, um, basically in the wellness field on uh, how to assist people in a, on a natural way using and looking in the underlying reason of why um, things are the way they are and using natural way to address those forms. And um, we use a proprietary system that uh, was developed by uh, Dr. Freddie Yulan and uh, that's his system. And then along with that, we also helping the company to expand uh, and manage their expansion and their practice growth. Um, so... So I do not do like, you know, personally, I don't do the day-to-day consulting anymore. You know, uh, I'm actually now more of a, I turn over those functions and uh, I mostly like uh, running like, you know, as the co-owner and make sure that the strategy is done and the, the company is growing. And I'm also and the CFO and handling the finance of it. Additionally, though, like uh, I manage two other companies where I'm much more involved in the e-commerce uh, arena. So that's kind of uh, my day-to-day activity or week-to-week activity. I'm curious, what uh, made you decide to transition from like a consulting or coaching to like become like a co-founder and co-owner? Well, I guess more, I mean, it's, it's not really... I guess it was mostly an in evolution because um, I um, I saw an opportunity to um, 
I mean, I, I to be honest with you, like, I don't know why, but he, 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 during these 30 years of experience, while, while I have uh, helped many, many companies so far, somehow, like, especially since I'm here in the U.S. since uh, 92, um, we, I always end up to helping companies that are in the wellness arena or that are dentists or physical therapists or chiropractors or um, lawyers. I helped restaurants. I helped uh, people with have pizza place. I have helped companies that have uh, also like, you know, taco place or Mexican food, but the majority of, of, of the majority of, of bulk, I guess, it has always been in the in the wellness industry, and um, I do believe that that has to do with the fact that to, a little bit to, within the wellness industry, like uh, you are forced to having to get new clients all the times. So, and what I noticed that is a common problem with this type of companies is the fact that, uh, yeah, I mean, you as a professional, you go for five years or six years or whatever, you go to dental school or chiropractor school or so forth. And so, so you get trained in the art to be a dentist, but you're not being trained on how to be a business owner or how to be a manager. Okay. So how are you going to, how are you going to manage that? So, you come out of school, okay, fine, you know, like you're, you're now a new dentist, you got all these big loans that, that for all these years that you've been in school, and you need to make money. So usually people end up to work with other dentists. Somewhere along the line, though, they're going to have their own practice. So the question becomes, cool, now that I have the, the practice, how do I get new clients? You know, how do I how do manage those clients to stay with me? And um, unfortunately, there is no <clears throat> there is no layout way when you go to school, when you go to dental school, when you do chiropractor school, when you do physical therapy school. There is no layout way on what to do, and so that's where we come in. So that's what I've been doing for the last you know many years, and then it came the opportunity to. Um, work with the company and then so I and then in a few years back I became a co-owner of it and uh, so and so we're we're doing great uh despite uh, the all what's going on with the pandemic uh like anybody else like we had to pivot I guess like we had to really strategize make make a change on the way how we operate and um and uh, and that's why we continue spending. Like you know, we put all our knowledge to work, and um, and there you have it. Yeah, that's that's amazing. So like, I see like all these businesses that you are in there in the wellness space, even like the Kugenics and Camelicious, they are sort of like uh, also in the wellness, right? So is there yeah. like a reason you are in this space, or like is there like story behind it? Well, well, the story behind it, it's I mean, it's. it's a couple of story behind it. It's number one is is um, we um, came. Up, I mean, like when we help uh, clients uh, with uh, with the system we are working with, um, 
our motto is the fact that, you know, there is a better way to do things. Uh, I do believe, I mean, that's my personal belief that the a person have the power of the body, have the power to heal themselves yeah. if you give the right tools to do it, right? I mean, just thinking the fact that if you if you do a cut, you know, that cut, you know, I mean, yes, obviously you put the band-aid and, and, you know, make sure it is not infected and so forth, but the bodies have the ability to heal themselves, right? So, so that's kind of, that's how we did this rule system that we are, we are teaching is, is we always try to find the underlying reason of why something happening with the person. Um, and we always find that, um, you know, there is some somewhere out balance in, you know, some functions of a person, um, you know, body, maybe the thyroid is out of whack or maybe the, the liver is not working perfectly and so forth. So the idea is to is to is to help that person in a natural format, right? So um so it became natural like but this is more of a, a, a B2 B2B business. And we thought that uh, you know or at least I thought that you know like it would be also good to speed up the process by by also having an outlet that can help people directly, you know, so that, you know, a, a, a B2C type of activity, and that's where e-commerce coming into place. Um, I already work with, on e-commerce on the side, I guess, with the, my wife. We have an Amazon business and where she mostly is running and she's doing very good with that. And again, like, you know, it's, the concept is the same, like, you know, she, she's creating and she, she, she formulated like, you know, uh, things that are um, natural and it's beauty products that are all natural, mostly made with organic products. Um, and, um, and beauty products, there is a lot of crap. I mean, excuse, but, you know, that's how it is. Like, I mean, if you look at the label, like there is all kinds of things that are really not good at all for the person. And, and I mean, and this is a beauty product. You put in your face, you put in your skin, and the skin have a high level of absorption, right? And, I mean, that goes in your bloodstream, those stuff, you know. So, and that's kind of her idea came here, you know, like, I, I can do this from this area where I'm passionate about it. And that's what she did. And, you know, I'm supporting her and met with marketing or whatever, you know. And then I thought, you know, like, it, we could do something similar, but to help to people naturally. So it, we got the opportunity to work with uh, a person who became a good friend of us that uh, he had this... Um, worked in the area of uh, metabolic syndrome for many years, for over 30 years. And he had a um, um, number of medical doctors and scientists that worked with him. And he formulated these products that are all balanced and that are all like combined in a proper format because that's part of the problem as well. Like when you buy a supplement, 
um, wherever you go, or the majority of them, I'm not say all of them, but the majority of supplement, unfortunately, and what people don't understand of vitamins so forth, you do not, you absorb a very little, little amount of that, you know? So, and the reason of that is because even if they are good, I mean, number one, the majority is not good quality products. Number two, even if you have a good quality product, big part of the problem is the formulations of the products and the interaction of one another. And then those products, the ability to be absorbed. A lot of these products, basically, you take this supplement and they are basically, you know, sent, you know they are not absorbed by the body. So that's what, uh, like, what this gentleman with his uh, scientist team did, is to formulate the way to have good products that are natural with good quality, but also that can be absorbed like in a high level by the body. And uh, you know, and he worked out the proprietary system called uh, cell infusion technology, which is that's basically is proprietary to, to all our products of. Uh, of the QGenics lines. Mm -hmm. And these are basically help people to uh, low, you know, to control and lower the uh, blood sugar into the system and control so blood pressure, uh, help with um, kind of not be, have too much anger all the time. They have a lot of uh, uh, probiotics, one of them. So help the person, these are not like, for losing weight kind of things, but it create that effect because basically you don't feel angry all the time. And with a lot of probiotics and so forth, basically help the person to be naturally to, to lose weight in that way. And that's amazing that you are into this, all this wellness. This is the e-commerce speak podcast, and we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by DMAF. Many e-commerce brands are worried about the cost of advertising going through the roof and the rise of competition in their space. We have a simple framework for a campaign that generates immediate cash flow and revenue. If you're interested in looking at that framework and picking up revenue and sales over the next 30 days, we'd love to share that framework with you. You can go to dmaf.net that is D-I-M-A-V dot net. Go there to learn more. Thanks for listening and supporting the show. And now for the conclusion of this episode. So I'm wondering, you have so many different businesses, like how do you manage your time between like, <laughs> within all those businesses? That's a good question. Um, well, the, the key things, I guess, is to work out uh, uh, to a real clear the things that you need to do, okay? So therefore, time management, it, it becomes a very important subject here. Now, one piece of advice that I have for business owners or people in business mm -hmm. is that th there is a lot of time, and, and, and this is a mistake that I see across the board, is nothing to do just with e-commerce, but anyone that are in business is as a coach, like, you know, and I worked 
in every single country in Europe. I work in Brazil. I work in Mexico. I worked with company in uh, Argentina and other parts of South America. I work with companies in Taiwan. I had the pleasure to work also with companies in, as I mentioned, in Russia. So, so I can say from my own experience and work with thousands of companies that it doesn't really matter like the type of business that you have, but there is some ground rules that uh, every business uh, is going to run into. What I mean with that is the fact that if, if you have a business, even if it's a retail business or if it's an e-commerce business or if it's a B2B business, doesn't matter what it is, you have client journey that is about the same in terms of functions. Every business have those functions, okay? So what I mean with that, like even if you are one person, okay, you're going to have a client or so potential clients that is going to come in in contact with you and your business, regardless if you're a retail store or if you are a pizzeria, so walk into your pizzeria or if you are a law firm and walk into your law firm or if you're a dentist working your practice, or even if you're an online business, okay? The person enter into your store by going into your webpage, basically, or the e-store, right? Electronic store. Good, so then the person walk in or he come in or he visits, then what does he do? He looks, he check it out, right? So if you go to a retail store, what happened? Like, you know, you walk on the person, hi, welcome, okay, so, how can I help you? Oh, I'm just looking around. Okay, well, that quote-unquote looking around, that's basically marketing. The person is checking. Like, you know, that person obviously walk into your place because they have some interest about what you're doing, right? So obviously, he or she as a client or the potential clients, because it's still a potential client, has a problem that they, they need to solve, Okay. So as a business owner, obviously, you want to bring value and, and, and your service or product need to solve some sort of a purpose for that person, okay? Good, okay, so the person walking, look around, so it's interesting on something, like maybe, you know, the person is angry, say, hey, like, so how much is your pizza? Or, hey, how much is this? How much is that? So that's already, start, you start to go from a marketing into the sales point. Do, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. So then you, you start to answering questions to the person. Okay, well, you know, like this, it costs this, we have this type of pizza, okay, or we have this type of service, or we have this type of products, and this product does this. Okay, so you, you're basically, there is sort of, uh, you know, like a, there is a natural passage from marketing onto sales. So then the person in his mind says, okay, it, it, it may be already sold, but there is those questions, that, like he sold them the fact that uh, I need to, I need to eat, I need to, I, I'm hungry, I need, oh, okay, I need to fix my tooth, or I need to fix my back, or I need to buy uh, a new supplement, or I need to buy a new piece of equipment for my kitchen. You know, so that person on his mind is already close. So it is basically the between marketing and sales, 
it, it's, it's important at that point to basically provide value and until the person says, okay, good, these things is what I want, these things is going to handle my problem, right? Good, okay, so the person make a decision, so then he pay you, right? So at the moment he pay you or pay the company, that functions, he start to go into another new area, which is basically accounting, because now you need to take the money, invoicing the money, and accounting the money, right? So once that's done, well, now you need to deliver. Okay, you need to provide the service that the person bought. And um, well, that's operation. Okay, so regardless of the type of business that you are in, if you're a Kairos, would be car adjustment. If you're a dentist, the dental services. If you're selling e-commerce, whatever you're selling. If you're a bricks and mortar business, whatever you're selling, you Brick and mortar. Now you need to deliver what the person bought. Good. So you deliver that, and that delivery needs to be done in a in a fast, swift, and efficient way, so that the person is happy. Okay. So, and this is a point where most of a company does not have, which is quality control. You need to have some sort of quality quality control, even if it's a hey. So how was the pizza? Or hey, how was the so how is how is the car adjustment? Is how do you feel? You know, so quality control and follow up and make sure that the person is happy. It's vital. That's also where you know um, of the review uh, of a Yelp or Google Google review come in, or if you're selling on Amazon Amazon reviews, or if you're selling on Walmart review on Walmart. That's where it all comes in. So you do want to make sure that that person is happy. Why? Two reasons. One, because that person then it come back to you. And two, now you start the work of referral. And uh, re referral um, are super important because obviously that's how you're going to get more business. And then as the referral come back in, they will things continue again. So lastly, you, you have a wolf functions of uh, the executives, right? So the executive in the company makes sure that the, all this machine, it works all the time and it is a smooth machine. So to the degree that all those functions are done over and over and over and over, faster, 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 and bigger and bigger volume, is how you grow a business. So now during the day or during the week, a business do those actions all the time. Now, doesn't mean that the, the, a person that is a business owner need to do all those actions themselves. So you have virtual assistants if you're in e-commerce, you have uh, third-party people that work you know, does work for you, um, but you need to put it on your team. Do, do you know what I mean? And that's kind of the key. I mean, when I do seminars, I mean, now with, with the pandemics and COVID, not anymore, but when I was doing seminars, and I was not joking, but, you know, I'm Italian, so it's like, you know, soccer is, is uh, definitely is a passion for me. And uh, But I was say, look, you know, you need to think, of, of a business like a soccer team, okay? 
and, and say, what? what? What are you talking about? I say, yeah, just like, you know, you, that's what it is. Like, it's like a soccer team. Why? Because on a soccer game, you have a field, an exact field that is delineated. If the ball goes out of that field, the game is stopped and you need to bring the ball back into the game. Why this is important? Well, because as a business and as a business owner, you need to work out what is your field of activity. Okay, are you a local business or are you a nationwide business? Are you a B2B business? Are you, uh, you know, a brick and mortar? So depending on the type of business you have, you're going to work out different strategies. So it is, it's very important that since the beginning, you delineate your zone of activity, number one. Number two, on, on a soccer team, you have a team. Okay. And that's the same in a business. Because in a business, as I just say, there is all these functions that has to be done. You know, it's not like, well, whatever. No, somebody has to do those functions. Somebody has to fulfill the orders one bought. If somebody gives you money, you need to invoice the money. If somebody become a client, you do want to deliver a good service and get a review, you know. If you don't, well, your business after a while is going to fold, is going to fail. This is how businesses then shut down because they do not do one of those functions. So on a soccer team, is similar. Like, you know, you have a goalkeeper, you have defense, you have offense, and you need to do those functions. If if the offense is not efficient, well, you're going to lose the game because you're not going to score a goal. If you don't defend those and you don't do the right functions defending, well, you're going to get a, a goal and you're going to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Another point which is important for a business is, which is uh, another piece of advice, you have to, have to, have to, have to, have to track have some sort of a tracking system because you need to know, okay, so are we winning or are we losing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, so how this week, for example, for me, for us at least, we end our production week actually on Thursday. And the reason why we're doing that is so the week goes from Thursday to Thursday is so that then it gives us the ability on Friday with to plan out and strategize for the next week, okay? So now each business is different, but it is very important that you have, you start the game, the game goes on, and then end. And then it gives you the ability at that point to look back and say, okay, how do we do? Do we win? Do we lose? We did the same, like, you know, and then if you won, well, why we won? Like, what happened? Like, what we did good? Like, you know, how do we keep those points? And if uh, you lost, the week was not a good week. Well, why we lost? You know, what, what we did wrong? What functions didn't happen? So statistic or if you're in the e-commerce, obviously, you have all kinds of tools and so forth. It's important you track those and you monitor them constantly as, a, as an owner and if you want to expand. Hmm, I love that advice. And I also like the analogy of the soccer team. I think that's, that's yeah. perfect. That's it for part one of this episode. Make sure you check out part two 
where Daniel gave an example of how he used Game of Thrones to attract his ideal customers.